Hi, I'm Tim. And I'm Welltall. And this is Popcorn Pulse 101. This is Hackin' Wheeze Pulse. That's right. Episode 101. Or 101 the class? This is 101, yes. Yeah, 101 the class. Popcorn Pulse 101, where we will be instructing you on how to die while making up an episode. Of, of course, we will be charging you $300 for a book we wrote and assigned to our own curriculum. That is naturally how things. No, this go. isn't. That's that's like three, four thousand level classes. Oh, okay. One thousand level classes. You use the uh, the two hundred, three hundred dollar book that Rand McNally uh, gives you kickbacks for using. Oh. The latest version, of course, too. You can't ever use an older version. You have to have the newest version, where they've just changed the pages slightly so they don't line up. Yeah. We've updated a couple of mistakes here and there, like in the logic book when people find out you can actually solve that problem a little quicker than you thought. Yeah. That's me. I'm that asshole that's sitting in the class. Actually, you can do it in three steps. And everyone's going, fuck you. Fuck you. Anyway. Uh, My strongest suit is apparently logic. Irony. Well. <laughs> the irony is strong. <laughs> Being, you know, because I'm an idiot. So, what do we got? We got a, <laughs> we got a movie that you uh, landed on. <laughs> You got us dying. I apologize now. We were not joking about the hacking and wheezing. We're both sick. Yeah. So you'll have to deal with us every once in a while going off and dying in a corner. Slightly. We'll try to keep it down, but... <clears throat> yeah. Professional. Super. But we didn't want to take another week off. At least I didn't. I don't know about him. Nah. Anyway... Besides, I watched this fucking movie, so... Yeah, well, we do... I did watch it, like, two weeks ago, almost at this point, so we gotta do it before I forget everything that happened, which is yeah. happening quickly. So, Waltall chose a trauma film studio movie, I, which I, I, I was taken aback by. This is definitely something the Enchanter would have picked if I had not. Well, the thing... You know what's funny? Is that when I did Maniac Cop, I was looking at the cast, and I was looking at the guy who was the, um basically the medical examiner in it and i saw he had a he had a part in a movie called surf nazis must die and i was like i should add that to my list and then i promptly forgot about it and so then when you suggested it all those memories came flooding back and i'm like oh here we are how does this have a 20 percent on rotten tomatoes how does it have that high of a score i don't know like why would anybody give it a positive review. Maybe the only people that have reviewed it are all people that worked on it. I wonder how many um, critics give good scores for bad movies. They just they only do bad movies. Could be a couple here and there. Maybe that's what it is. Anyways, I'm not going to research critics because I hate critics. So that includes us. I hate myself. Yeah. I want I want everybody to know that. So I wanted to start off simply because I am a critic. I want to say is that I love the title, obviously. That's that's it's great. Surf is, Nazis must die. Right. It's made in '87, so this is this was when clearly, at the very end of surfing and anyone giving a fuck about it, because everyone you know, in the '80s remembered surfing, man, like catching waves. But let's just be a little honest here. For and I know that the Enchanter won't agree with this, and I don't care. But the late '80s, early '90s brought us some of the most glorious things. Yeah. That. Just, uh, you don't have to be like Seth Green and just like blow the 80s on a constant basis. Yeah. 
of course, you're like that with the 90s to some extent. To a degree. What I think the late 80s, early 90s was just, it was it was so special. And I don't mean that in a, like, oh, it was so much better back then kind of way, because that's a lot of shit. Things were not better. I mean, they were better and worse all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, on the downside, no internet. On the upside, no, no internet. internet. Think about uh, it. Think about the fact that we have the ability to look up and research anything at any time, right at our fingertips, and not a single one of us use it. Here's we just form our opinions off our own stupidity in Facebook think and about Twitter, this. and well, that must be right. People could be in a bad movie, show their tits, and they could very confidently think to themselves, no one will ever see this, no one will know my name was associated with it, and they could go about their lives. Little did they know. Little did they know. <laughs> we'll get to the, that part. Yeah. <coughs> so, Surf Nazis Must Die. Again, like uh. I said, a trauma. Now, I think it's important to talk about trauma as a studio later on because of what I'll talk about. But they're, they're kind of one of those studios that's rather infamous for A, still being around and being a very small, independent little film studio comparatively, obviously. They make... <laughs> trauma... <laughs> Let me let me see if they're. Oh, There's yes. a couple things you recognize. The Toxic Avenger from '84. Yeah. Yep, uh, that's the movie that started it all. So here we are, three years after the Toxic Avenger, and we have them making Surf Nazis Must Die. Now we open with children with uh, swastikas painted backwards on their face. Yeah, doesn't that one girl look like? Um, oh, I can't think of her name. My oh, brain's gone dead. That's, this isn't going to come to me. Yes, Alja, Poultrygeist is a trauma movie. And, yeah, this is the kind of quality we're talking about. Which is, again, knowing trauma, what I went into this expecting, I was like, okay, there will be really bad fight scenes, there will be lots of gore, there will be... That's mostly it. You know, there'll be a paper-thin plot to hang it all together, and it'll clearly have been shot over the course of about a week. All right. So, yeah. But opening with the kids, who... What's very weird is that... I want you to, I want you to understand how confusing this movie is. Is that I spent last week in a high fever constantly and vaguely hallucinating while hearing theme music for shitty video games or, like, apps. I had a fever. I, I had the flu. Yes, I had a fever anywhere from 104 to 102. Constantly. Okay. It was exciting. Would you get pneumonia to go with that or something? Apparently not likely. I would. The doctor was like, "Here, here's a Z pack. Go take this, and here's your codeine cough syrup. Get out of my office." They give you a Z pack? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because they checked it wasn't flu and it wasn't uh, strep. That was the other thing they were. Why most would they for. check strep and flu? Well, they have different symptoms. Eh. Okay. I still just got... give you some tests and get the fuck out. Well, they wanted to rule those out before they're like, well, it's probably flu based on how quick it hit you. Uh, okay. A Z-Pack hoping it was strep or something? Thinking just a non-tested one? bacterial on top of. Because they didn't have... Because, again, the flu didn't register, so... Yeah. Yeah, they're just hoping that you didn't get pneumonia or something. Could be. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> I'm waiting for my pneumonia to kick in with this bronchitis and... Yeah, well, rewatching this, I honestly felt right. I was right back in the mental state of having fever dreams because 
I don't know if there's a plot. Can I just state real quick how much I love bronchitis? Doctors, push, you say that for everything. Oh, you've got some bronchitis. Really? My lungs are irritated. Wow, it's like that's why I came in here. Thank you for that diagnosis, doctor. Itis just means irritation. Bronch, lungs, bronchi. Yeah. yeah, the bronchi and the lungs are irritated. Wow, thank you. Anything itis, just so tendonitis, your tendons are irritated. Wow, thanks, doc. I really appreciate that. That That helps a lot. It makes you feel better because you're like, oh, I've been diagnosed with this. I know what I have now. And you go away, which is what they want. But when you actually understand what they're saying, it's like you didn't you didn't do anything. You didn't you didn't actually I knew my lungs were irritated. I keep coughing to death. That's why I came into the office today, sir. Yes, I, I'm I'm diagnosing you with bronchitis. I diagnose I diagnose you with stupid. <laughs> Thanks, Doc. Uh, anyway. I hate on doctors a lot, and they deserve it. They're kind of assholes. They don't really want to see you. Like, get out of here, fucking... I, I have real patients with, like, cancer and shit. I don't blame them. I don't <laughs> want to see people either. What are you talking about? I, that's the thing is, I understand the motivation of a doctor. It's like, get out of here. It's like, I want you to... I want to get out of here, too. You know, I found if you understand at least what something is or why it happens, that's about... A, that's mostly what you need to know. Like... My hip pain, now that I understand the mode of what happens and why, it doesn't bother me anymore because I know what's wrong. It's just a little... I'm not going to explain it on the air. But anyway. Yeah. So, Done. I just avoid the activities that caused me the pain now because now I understand how it works. Oh, don't do that shit. Oh, that's easy enough. I can do that. Back to, back to the kids with the back. My doctor loves me. I like my doctor. I finally found one that actually just listens for a second. Oh, it's just this. I'm like, oh, cool. I don't have to come here anymore. That's awesome. Yeah. It's so much easier. They just listen for two seconds and actually give a shit. And all of a sudden I'm just, oh, okay, that was easy. So here's the thing. is that have you Did you notice that anytime someone had a swastika painted on themselves, <laughs> it was backwards? I was wondering if they were all backwards or not. I didn't bother to find out because I can never remember which direction The ones right. on the van and on like their clothes painted correctly. So the set designer knew what he was doing. Right. But so the set designer is a secret Nazi. Well, at the very least, I figure all the actors were forced to do it themselves at the mirror. <laughs> and they're like, uh, hold on, let's see, that looks about right. Well, they probably didn't have a makeup department. <laughs> no, makeup department? They had a makeup kit they got from the Halloween store that went out of business two weeks before. And they're like, this is, this'll work. <coughs> so we have our main, we have our main bad guy? Who goes by Adolf? And it's again confusing because you're like, is this a PC supposed to be, or did he adopt this name? I think he adopted it. Well, we we kind of figured that out later. Because the one Wait, guy calls himself something different. Like, that his mom's yelling at him. Yeah, Smeg or whatever. <laughs> Which I, I think he's the only like surf Nazi that lives because he doesn't go there that day, or he just doesn't bother. I don't know. We but, have. Let's we have some backstory. You are dragging this out way more than it needs to be. There's not that much plot. No, no, no. Here, I want to cover the fact they do try very early on to put in something of a plot. In that they have, like, they have a radio broadcast that plays as the opening credits are rolling by and random people are doing stuff. And we have, like, kids who are basically Hitler youthing it up with the guy Adolf. Talking about the historical quake that hit L.A. Because this is set a few years in the future for when it was made. So, a quake hit California, as everyone was, you know, believed would happen any day now. Still do. 
The big and one's coming. The big one's coming. <coughs> and that means the big wave is coming down the L.A. sewer thing or whatever. Doesn't matter. Uh, and of course... Can the big one just hit already? Nobody will miss it. California would be sad. I mean, there's a few people that are cool in L.A., I'm sure, but... It happens. Anyway. Anyways. So they enter how, yeah, like, basically the state is kind of in an array of chaos. And for some unbeknownst reason, all these various gangs that are basically modeled off kind of like the Warriors, but they never really mention them. They don't mention the names very well. Like, it wasn't until the end credits I even knew any of these, a lot of these gangs had names. Oh, no, because they said the, uh, what were they, Surf Samurais or whatever? Samurai I think surfers? that's the only one that got a name. They, they mentioned who they were. Right. They mention who they oh, were. Oh, also, I apparently watched a director's cut. Oh, boy. I don't think there's a difference. I, I don't either. So, yes. <coughs> so, for no apparent reason, these gangs run the beaches because reasons. The surf Nazis want to rule more of the beach for reasons. Uh, then we have, what's his name? The guy who works on the two oil pumps that are, like, located right next to the beach. Yeah. The only ones. Uh, he, Leroy. He, he's the black guy. Yep. Because, yeah. See, Zeldera, surf, S-E-R-F, Nazis would be even better. And it would have made for more interesting movies. We have indentured servants who are <laughs> Nazis. <laughs> and they are forced desperately to <coughs> make a hard scrabble life for their lord and vassal. Ugh. Anyway. We weren't so lucky. We weren't so lucky. Anyways, so um, they steal somebody's purse. One of the Nazi dudes steals a lady's purse. Right. Um, Smeg, wasn't it? I think so. And uh, the one uh, black dude who's the pi he's the inspector or something? He wears a hard hat and he shows up in Yeah, a he's the boss. We want They just make sure you know he's the boss at these things. Or some kind of a boss. He's, he's above the guys that actually do the work. Because he's got the clipboard. Yep. That or he's just, that or he's just, uh, uh, what is that? Just basically infiltrating the place. That's why he has the clipboard. It's sort of, I a, don't know. The, but anyways, oh, his mom lost her place. We have a little short scene with that. His yeah. mom lost her place in the big quake. So she's in a home now. And she's mad because she, and she breaks know. all the rules like smoking inside and gambling and stuff. Yep. With the other old ladies. So it's like the golden girls, but she's, she curses, I guess. So it's not quite like the Golden Girls because she doesn't talk about getting fucked by, like, the pool guy. <coughs> yeah, something like that. Anyway, so our, the the black guy dies. Yeah, he he stops the purse snatcher. And then uh, Adolf shows up and, like, starts some shit with him. And then the other two guys, like, get it, you know. And, of course. It was all a trap the, so the that they funniest, could kill him or something. The funniest part is the second you see Adolf a show on screen with him, you're like, he's going to say the N-word. And you're like, yep. Just like Quentin Tarantino when he shows up on BT. You're like, he's going to say the N-word. Count down to it. Why are you doing the pistol hand thing? I don't get it. Because <laughs> it's 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 the only thing close. It's as close to exciting as you get in this movie. Uh, anyway. So he, he bites it. And now grandma, grandma's going to find out who. Well, she doesn't. I don't know if she goes out to find out. But she's standing there. And we have a scene later where they're just talking about it. Like... This one dude's just talking. I think it was Smeg again, wasn't it? I think. And he's talking to these two ridiculously hot 80s girls. The one, I can't remember her name. She's actually, like, known for, 
like a workout video and stuff. Huge tits, glorious tits. Love that girl. Okay. Just because of her titties. Everybody else did too. That's why she was so. That's you know, why she was in there. Yeah, and you know, legs and stuff because the eighties. Yeah. Yeah, the, the higher height, yeah. Where it comes up over their, like, the side of their hips, and you're like, that's Yeah, it's like that's... halfway up the fucking side so that their legs look even longer, and you're like, that's just fucking weird. You're what like, the fuck, 80s? A... Like, how was that attractive in the 80s? What the hell it was just, wrong? just legs were 80s. Midriffs were 90s. Yeah, yeah. Damn you, Nerd City, for pointing that out. Now I know why I like stomachs so much, because I grew up in, you know, the nine. I didn't grow up, you know what I mean. Basically. The 90s were the very 80s, formative time. Even though I was there in the 80s, it's, you know, I was young enough, it didn't really count that much. You can just say it was a formative time. <laughs> yes. I'm very much a child of the 90s. Which is why you're hard on it. That's your job. The, it, the 90s were special. Girls were hot, though. Yep. I hated Britney Spears back then. Now I look and go, no, she was kind of hot. It's okay. You know what? I'd trade a lot of the pop music now for boy bands and Britney Spears again. I really would. It's one of those things I never thought that I'd ever say that. But. I just love the fact that most R&B slash rap, whatever, that is, uh, especially with, like the female artists, just it's 2000s techno. Because they get some DJ to do a beat and then they sing over it. Yeah. And it sounds exactly, if you listen to 2000s techno and then you listen to some of the more quote-unquote modern like R&B and stuff, you go, it's the same fucking thing. What the fuck? Except now the 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 female the the singer is the famous one and the DJ whoever's mixing it the, nobody who knows who the fuck that <laughs> the is. The DJ's just working for ramen essentially. <laughs> Whereas in the two thousands the DJs were all known and who knows where they got all the singers. They were their girlfriends. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Usually they had pretty good voices too. They were never known. Well, plus they ran them through all sorts of god knows what effects. So. Anyways. Before there was auto tune. Well, was that's what they effects. do now. Well, yeah. But anyway, anyway, so yeah. Me sick like this could sound good if I walked into a professional studio and had some fucking editor run it through all their shit. So yeah, the guy, Mr. Mr. Smeg, talking about it, and the lady overhears it, isn't she? Yeah, she overhears it and then, like, goes up and, like, Talk, sucker! Talk! I want to know what's going on! <laughs> or keep talking or something like that. And she says it, like, five or six times. Like, he was, <laughs> he was my only family! I'm mad and lonely and old! So then you get these scenes where, like, the different gangs fight each other and it's sad and pathetic for whatever reason. It's pathetic because, like, each gang has maybe three people except for the Nazis, who are apparently the only people who put any money in investing in recruiting. Everyone else is like, we want to be the dancers! And it's like, and you're like, okay, I don't see a dance theme coming out of you guys or anything else like that, but sure, why not? Anyways, oh, uh, we do get this, uh, the gram, grandma, mom, whatever you want to call her. Yeah. She goes to buy a gun. Oh, yeah. From the same guy that they're getting drugs from or something? I don't remember. No, they're, they're fencing stuff to him. Oh, that's right. The, the thing is, they're mad that he's not giving them as much money as they, <laughs> they think he should, and so they steal from him, and... You're, you're, th you're thinking, okay, Not this what is, you do to a fence. You think this is going to pay off. That, that she's going to tell him about, she's going to kill some of the surf Nazis, and he's going to be like, oh, I'm going to hook you up. I'm going to be like your Q. I'm going to armor you that up. That would be good writing. Yeah. Instead, she, he's like, here, here's this. My funniest part is she, she's all, he's all, here's a Saturday Night Special, and it's not a fucking Saturday Night Special, because those are 38. He hands her what is essentially like a 22 pocket pistol. 
Well, the first one was even smart. That little tiny Derringer yeah, thing that's that, like... That's what I'm talking about. Where he tries to claim it's a Saturday Night Special. Like, no. Saturday Night Specials have always been 38 caliber. Yeah. Yeah. 38 not a bad caliber either. No, it's not. But he hands this little bullshit thing. He's like, "That's a Saturday." It's like he's in. I in my head, I like to think he's fucking with her. He's like, hey, "It's a Saturday special. Hey, it's really good." Yeah, then he you goes told- and gets what the fuck was it? Like a nine millimeter or something? <laughs> something that looks almost like a like a Luger, but yeah. not quite. And it's like this will blow. This will blow his head clean off. Well, no, she says, "I want something that can blow a honky's head clean off." Yeah, this will do it. And it's like that. W- That'll put a, poke a little hole in their face. I mean, it'll hurt them. Yeah, it'll kill them, sure. <coughs> yeah, if you get good shot placement. Yeah. So 22 will kill somebody with good shot placement. Yeah, well, you know, at that point. So, yeah, so we're like, okay. For those of you playing at home, guns do not work like movies make them out to be. They're not magic death rays. No, most people survive bullet wounds for some time. They usually die, like... A few hours later in the hospital if they're going to die. Well, there's a reason 50 Cent is alive to brag about how many times he got shot. Yeah. Now, you could hit somebody right in the heart or an artery and they can go down pretty quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, even in the heart, you might not go down instantly. Big maybe. (coughs) You might have a few seconds left. So here we are. We're 45 minutes in. (laughs) It's taken this long before mom. So, yeah. I don't know what you were just saying. Right, well, we were... We totally didn't pause and die for a minute. Nah. So we're 45 minutes in. (coughs) Grandma has finally got her gun. You're like, okay, so the rest of the movie is going to be spent... Can we call her Janie? Uh, Sure. Janie got a gun. Call her Janie. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, she has a gun and some grenades. Because he's like, I can get you anything. I can get you some grenades. Grenades? Yeah. Oh! Which she does get one grenade. Which we don't see. But we, we find out later she got a grenade. Yes. Which is which she just magically rolls all the way through their entire like layer right that they to stand. one guy who's sleeping, like he kind of wakes up. He's like, "Oh, Whoa. what's that?" Boom! <laughs> it's like, "Okay," <coughs> but no, you think, "Okay, Fuck that guy." This movie is an hour and twenty <coughs> minutes. God, it's, it's low budget. You figure, okay, at forty-five minutes. This is what they've done. Is they've done this really long, dull setup with an insane amount of slow-mo surfer footage. Which they probably filmed all in the same day. They're just like, oh my god, we got to fill 20 minutes of this. How do we... Every... Surf! Surf! We'll just film you surfing. And they accurately predicted what a lot of, like, GoPro footage would be like. Which is shitty. (laughs) So you're like, okay... Everybody's got the the stabilized GoPro on that, like, stick that goes off your helmet and shit now. That they... That it edits the stick out or some shit somehow. I don't... I don't care enough to really yeah. look up how. Everybody's big on that, so it looks it looks like it's following you like a video game. And then they put it on super wide, which you can do with the you know, the normal whatever widescreen. So everything looks like it's way farther away and whatever you're doing is way more dramatic than it is. Look, I'm jumping from these buildings and it's like insane. You're like it's like a foot jump. You're just on widescreen. You think I can't tell you're on wide? No. <laughs> but no, you figure, okay, by this time, now that now that grandma's got her stuff. She's got a grenade. Jesus Christ, I'm sorry, it's everybody. Be, the last 30 minutes or so are just going to be her murdering various members of no, the, the No, it, it takes forever for her to murder It takes anybody's. up until about an hour and ten before she finally starts killing people. And even mm. then, she only kills a couple, like the guy Smeg, who, by the way, he, he survived. He has, he does, but he has the funniest scene where he's at home and his mom is like, bleh, 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 bleh. like she's nagging him and he's like, oh, come on, mom, I just want to live my life. 
and you're like, you're a Nazi. You wear swastikas. And you're saying, come on, mom, let me alone. I just want to be a good, I just want to <laughs> do what I want. Give me 20 bucks. Come on, mom. And she gives him 20 bucks. And you're like, this is the most realistic depiction of a surf Nazi in reality. Yeah. Would be a guy begging his mom for 20 bucks so he can go fuck off at the beach. This is pre-4chan. This is exactly what it was. They're, they're edge lords yeah. who didn't have the internet, so they were surfing instead to they're be like, edgy. They're like, yeah, man, my name, I'm going to call myself Mangala. And I'm going to say, like, he was, he was the exterminator, man. Yeah. I'll say Ooh. edgy shit like Hitler did nothing wrong. That, that'll that get him. That'll, that'll show him. That'll blow their minds. That'll blow my grandpa's mind. That'll, that'll show you what you fought for in World War II. Hitler did lots of things wrong. You know, like the two-front war. And I, oh, wait, no. <laughs> anyway. There's that whole killing all the Jews and gypsies and gays and political opponents thing, too. Well, yeah. Am I the only one that gets kind of annoyed whenever they say six million people died in the Holocaust? It's like, come on, no, it's ten. Twelve. Well... Nobody can get the the fact that you have to argue about how many millions of people died is just it says everything, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. No, it, there's six million Jews, but there's also the close to six million gypsies and gays and political dissidents and other people, blacks, etc., that were put in these camps and died. But nobody wants, nobody ever cares. I don't think it's no one cares. It's just that obviously, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of annoying. I, just, I don't forget those people too. They were all murdered just the same in horrific ways. And you gotta be careful that there are people who literally try to deny the Holocaust by like kind of sidestepping around. Holocaust around deniers, there. Jesus they're, fucking they're a Christ. Lot of fun. But anyway. Let's leave Alex Jones out of this. Oh wait. <laughs> does he I don't know what all he denies. I don't think he denies that. I think he's more about like modern conspiracies. I don't think he goes like crazy old denial stuff. He he goes something. He's off his fucking rocker these days. Hmm. Anyway. So yes, so she she finally chases down, and of course uh, his girlfriend is named Eva. Adolf's girlfriend is Eva, and you're like, <coughs> and what I was honestly expecting, and I didn't even notice that. What would have been funny was honestly if she chased them down after killing a bunch of other the surf Nazis, and they killed themselves in a obvious nod to hist history. That would have been nice. Uh, no, no, she she fucking grabs this random guy at the port like. At gunpoint and says, "Take me into your boat." Uh, I think it was your, your, it's your lucky day. <laughs> it's your honky. lucky day, honky. Right, but she makes. I, I never got to use my boat or something. Yeah. Like that. So she makes him drive after the Nazis and who stole some surfboards. Who stole some surfboards? You're like, oh, how she, the girl runs up and hits the guy in the face with his own surfboard and then runs off with it. And the guy's like, "Hey!" And Nettle runs up and does it to him too, and then just like fall over unconscious. It's like. uh Okay. So somehow as they're driving by <laughs> the girlfriend, Eva, she beheads her? She ran her over in the, the thing, the propeller. Oh, okay. Cut her head off. I was, I seriously watched that like three times going, I'm not following. Yeah, and then uh, Adolf somehow kills the driver. I forget what he did. He throws a knife. That's right. And somehow hits the guy in the back. Didn't she drop some grenades or something? Maybe? In the water? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. It leads up to somehow Adolf almost dying, and she thought she killed him, but she didn't, so he can crawl up the back of the boat. And then she just kind of turns, puts the gun in his mouth, and is like, try some of Mama's home cooking. Kaboom! And you're like, okay. Which, I mean, yay for that wonderful one-liner, but what? 
I mean, that was literally like the best written. <laughs> the scene where the one guy begs for money, and then yeah, that last line. Those are the only two things I think anyone wrote. Like I th- honestly, I think they literally just started with, "What if we just had like evil surfers and they were Nazis?" And then the one dude makes weapons apparently for the crew, which no one uses. No, the one hook guy switches between hooks that he gives him. But he and just, tries murdering people with the different hooks. The very really? obviously fake hook hand. Yeah, the very, very obvious. The one that looks like he's... The one Here's looks, a hint, Hollywood. Um, if you're doing a Hollywood, <laughs> well, whatever you want to call this. <laughs> movie studios. Uh, wannabe movie studios. If you're going to do the hook hand thing fake-like, don't have the actor bend their wrist. That's that's your first hint. That's your tell. That that's uh, pretty obvious. They still have a fucking hand if they can still bend their wrist. You know, at least put like a brace on it or something to keep them from looking like a complete and total idiot. Just maybe. Anyway. Anyway. Wow. The the thing that bothers me more about this movie is just how little happens. Like I said, hour and twenty, and. I mean, we've summed up a, like we mean. I think we've made it sound way more interesting than it possibly should be. It's a it's a horrible movie. It's something special. Anyways, I think I think we. Uh, I'm I'm done talking about it. I think. Yeah. I think we just move on. Uh, again, I apologize for the hacking and dying for you, and I'm sure I'm making your ears bleed, but we just didn't want to push it off more. Yeah. Anyway. So, do we want to briefly talk about just? <sighs> Do we want to just mention our reaction to the Will Smith like screenshots they released? What is there to say? It, it looked terrible the first time they released pictures where he's not in blue. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> yeah. Oh my god. Like I said, my prediction is this that he'll be painted blue for about 30 seconds and then he'll just be like, oh, now I look normal, Uncle Phil. My prediction? No, because they said because how terrible he looked without the blue. Everyone's complained. And they're like, oh, no, he just does that for a short moment. Oh, you think he does the human look for just a short moment? Yeah. You th- so my money's on the opposite, but I, you, you, your bet's on the other way, as it were. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to watch it. Well, no, obviously. <laughs> we're not, we're not going to go to the theater. Like, <laughs> Let me rephrase that. I'm not going to pay for it. Yeah. Well, I might end up watching it just to make fun of it on the show. Yeah. There's a possibility. But Probably not, but you never know. It I, might be so terrible I'm we not, have to. I'm not going to walk up to the ticket booth over at AMC and be like, Hello, good sir. I'd like to give you and Disney money for a movie I know I'm going to hate. There's very little I'm going to give Disney money for at yeah. this point. Uh, Star Wars? No. I will not pay for a Star Wars movie ever again after uh, uh, Last Jedi. That was, that was, that was, no. Battle Angel Alitas? That's not Disney, is it? Well, no, he's saying, are you going to call it Alita Battle Angel or Battle Angel Alita? I don't know. What, what do you mean? Anyways. Like, like, what will I title it, or... Continuing on. Well, you... What? How is that being a dick to the box? They're not going to get shit. If I were Who interacts to... with a box office person? If, if I were to go up to the if I were to go up to the box office people, how I would order Battle Angel tickets is I just I just take my fingers and try to open my eyes until they're about ready to fall out. Be like one piece, and they'd be like, oh, oh, I know what you want, and then they'd give me a ticket to it. One because his his female partner will not, of course go anywhere with him in public i mean who would she has learned her lesson on that (laughs) anyways 
Where are we? I'm lost. Hey, living with me isn't. I will go see Battle Angel. The Enchanter won't. I already know that. But I'll go watch it. <laughs> you should have seen Upgrade, though. Yeah, no, I kind of wanted to, because... That, that was that was a fucking... That was... I was very surprised. I, I'm just happy that more, more studios than Disney and Warner Brothers are making movies still. That's all I can say. But, um... No, Disney... Yeah, there's very... I'll probably see Infinity War... Whatever they're going to call the second one. The part two. Yeah. Well, probably in-game. Yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm sure I'll go see that. But I don't know. I didn't bother. I, everybody keeps going off about the Spider-Man cartoon, but... The Spider-Verse thing? Uh, I'm losing interest in uh, the comics. I'll watch it when it comes out. It was amazing. Okay. That's that's wonderful. Uh, Easemails? These mails. All right, let's let's do that. Just waiting on the Gmail to unfuck itself. Let's see. Where did we leave off? I believe right here. Shop and shop. Let's see. I got one that says Razzy Hunter. That, I have that right after the shop and shop. Oh, I don't have that one for some reason. Unless we did this one last week. Why not add more clothing or hats with a quote you made on a manga you reviewed with the manga title below? I think we did mention that one last yeah, time. Yeah, I though. think so. Because I seems forgot to unstar it. familiar. Razzie. <coughs> the Razzies are... Well, they came out back in January. So Worst uh, film. Worst film, Gotti. Oh, God. Oh, The Happy Time Jesus. Murders. Holmes Ooh. and Watson, Robin Hood, Winchester. I haven't watched Robin Hood yet. I've thought about watching to see how terrible it was. Looked pretty bad. I forgot they would ma- they were making yet another one. What is it? I- oh, actually, I know part of what it is. Part of what it is with Hollywood is that here's a property that's public domain, so we can just yeah. remake it. It's kind of like the whole like Wizard of Oz thing. Now that it's public domain, they're like, let's just stick our dick in Frank Baum's ass. Well, yeah, it's got, yeah, we're gonna uh, do a tornado. Yeah, I'm not in Kansas no more. What the hell yeah. is his name? Why is it escaping me? Ray Charles. <laughs> oh, Jamie Foxx. Yeah, yeah. It's got Jamie Foxx as some kind of I don't know. He looks like an assassin. I thought it was a new Assassin's Creed movie at first when I saw the ad. Oh. Before they said the title or something. <coughs> and he's teaching the guy that becomes Robin Hood how to be a thief or something. He's like, oh, so it's a Robin Hood origin story because yeah. that's what we need. We're all we're always just sitting there going, <laughs> man, you know what I like about Robin Hood? Figuring out who the fuck Robin Hood is and how he learned to be Robin Hood. Oh Jesus! If only. If only somebody had made the one we've talked about a few times now. The actual one that the... The, the sheriff is trying to track him down because he's stealing yeah. and murdering and such. I know. What could have been, man? Make what him the bad been? guy? It would. People would hate it. No, they wouldn't. No, no, no. Follow me on this. People would hate it initially because it, it's, it's kind of a... Robin Hood kind of represents communism to some extent. Stealing from the rich to give to the poor. Well... As a folk hero. But that's how they would see it. And they'd take this as some communist e- or like capitalist evil thing, which would generate a lot of press because people would write about it, which would get people in the seats. So it would actually do well because of that. So as long as they had a good story behind it, it would actually do well. No, I think I think your reaction, here's how it would probably go, is the audience would love it, critics would hate it. It'd probably be like, exactly. right. Yeah. Where it'd get like a 20% from critics on Rotten Tomatoes, but like an 84%. Am I the only one that liked Bright? 
No. I kind of liked Bright. A lot of people liked it. Just not critics, because critics apparently... I had so many people like, oh yeah, it's just crap. I'm like, what? I kind of liked it. I like, I think not... it would have been better as a miniseries, maybe, but I I don't know. I, I I enjoyed it. I did not see Venom, but I keep meaning to get around to it. Cause I, I liked Venom. I know a lot of people were like, oh, that was terrible. I don't understand. It was fucking... It was great. I thought it was very much Venom. It was funny. It was, like, ridiculous. See, now, I'm not surprised Gotti's on here because because I don't know if you know anything about the movie Gotti and who's playing Gotti himself. Suicide Squad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see, see, why do you think Venom was awful? <coughs> what were you looking for out of it? So, yeah, do, do you know who they had have as playing John Gotti? <coughs> no. Your friend and mine, John what? Travolta. Oh, goody. And he's doing a New York accent. John Travolta's around? <laughs> Wait, he's still around? He didn't die after we did that film of his, apparently. He's allowed to make movies? Uh, apparently still, yes. I guess the fact that... No what one... the fuck is this? Venom is not a fucking loser. Oh my god, you're just all angry. Movie was good. Yeah. Didn't fit so, your idea of who Venom is, huh? To be fair, if you were making a character who was a loser... Because part of it, and this is this is how I've always seen Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock is literally everything opposite of Peter Parker. He's whereas Peter Parker is cerebral, Eddie Brock is a jock. He's confident, whereas Peter Parker is not. He's strong in real life. He has uh, anyway an ease with women, that kind of thing. And that's part of what Venom is supposed to be, in my yeah. opinion. So, yes, if you're going to make a loser symbiote, I mean, there's plenty of other symbiotes you could have done that with. Anyway, anyway, we're not talking about that movie. That's fair. So We're Holmes talking and... about the Razzie stuff here. Yep. So, uh, Holmes and Watson. Man, I heard such awful things about that. I mean, I obviously would never pay money to see a Will Ferrell movie. I don't understand everyone's obsession with Will Ferrell. He's just Will Ferrell. It's not. Everything. It's, it's... If you ever give him, a, give him a small part, he's wonderful. You give him like a little side thing where he gets to actually like play a part. Well, it's not he's, even, he's entertaining. It's not even obsession. It's just the the Will Ferrell train, like where he was able to just crank out shitty comedies, ended years ago now. So the fact that someone would make one, it it baffles me by all means. If someone would be like, "Yes, remember those shitty Will Ferrell movies? Nobody nobody paid for and are still in bargain bins everywhere." Yeah, let's do another one of those. What? Anyway. Okay. Anyway, uh, let's see. Worst screenplay: Death of a Nation. Fifty Shades Freed, Gotti, The Happy Time Murders, and Winchester. Out of all of these movies, I've only seen The Happy Time Murders. And The Happy Time Murders, they weren't bad, bad. They were kind of bad, but they weren't, like, the worst thing to come out. No, they were... The the thing that was the worst part about Happy Time Murders was the disappointment. They had potential with this, like, just wonderful potential. And and then it was so terrible. The problem is... Every few, every few, like every decade or so, someone will be like, "Oh my God, you know it'd be funny. What if puppets like from the Muppets were real?" And then the joke is mostly that, "Hey, it's a puppet talking about sex or drugs," whereas that's not something you get out of a Jim Henson one. It would have been what the thing that ruined the whole thing is. Uh, what the fuck is her name? That stupid McCarthy. Yes, she's not funny. I don't care. She's just maybe her stand-up. I've never watched it as funny. I don't know. But every fucking movie I've seen her in, she's fucking terrible. Am I the only person that thinks this? 
She's the problem is she was good in Bridesmaids because again as a supporting role okay, I didn't watch Bridesmaids as so a, I'll give you maybe su- it's kind of like Will Ferrell as a supporting role good you you can you can kind of adjust how much you have to deal with that character <laughs> and that person which is great you know and her improv style works very well for that again in small doses small doses you just turn it down a little bit as in editing that's what you do you don't put her as a main character and be like I'm yelling a lot oh no You're just using her as a new version Bear. of Roseanne. <laughs> she is the modern Roseanne. Roseanne and Roseanne was... did not do well when they tried to make her into movies. What was that? Exit to Eden or whatever? Oh, dear God, I did. We should watch that for the show. Holy I... shit. No, that's Rosie O'Donnell. My bad. <laughs> I mean, same thing. Obnoxious, They're fat. That's, their, that's the joke. They're obnoxious and fat. Wow. That's so funny, right? The real joke is that Rosie O'Donnell is a 9-11 truther. Is she? Yeah. Oh my god. She still still bangs on the. <coughs> I don't. I don't. I get the lure of conspiracy theories. I do, but that one is so fucking special. That one's quite an animal, isn't it? We watched the fucking planes crash. I remember seeing it on the fucking TV when the fucking second one hit. How do you? What's the question here? It was a missile that hit the Pentagon because I'm too stupid. To you know, okay, I will say that. that for a moment I fell for that shit, and I'm like, that doesn't look right either when I saw that stupid documentary. It was a very good documentary. It followed all the guidelines on documentaries to get people to believe stupid shit. Yeah, and then you, then you stop and think about it for a second and go, oh, no, actually, everything he said in this was dumb. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, literally, think for two seconds, and you'll realize you're being a fucking moron. So, more subs, honey badger? all that one dumbass documentary that started it all the fucking nanothermite <laughs> the fuck are you on nano if your theory revolves around something called nanothermite fucking shoot yourself in the head and get it over with make some nanothermite and set yourself on fire <laughs> viking funeral <laughs> but jet fuel can't melt steel beams okay charcoal can Anyway, have you ever heard of a blacksmith? Yeah, heat heat doesn't yeah. heat doesn't get hot enough to melt metal. <laughs> That's stupid. How do they make it? The, I don't know. They just they go to the I beam mines over in like Gloucestershire in England, and they pull them out of the ground fully formed. These are like flat earthers. I don't understand how you can be so stupid. What? But it burns at this temperature. No, that's the temperature where it starts to burn. It doesn't mean that's the only amount of energy it can produce. Anyway. It, it, any, ah, it's, it's fine. Ah. Should we move on to more subs, honey badger, and then probably wrap up our individual ones just so we don't... I don't know. No, the amount of stupidity has entered my head now, and it's hurting. Fight it. You ah. can, and you will. Although I love flat earthers. Oh, they're so special. They're amazing. If you listen to the stupid shit, they, they usually prove themselves wrong with the stupidity they come up with. And you're just sitting there going, you you just proved yourself wrong. No. Why doesn't the water just pour off the ball? I hate you. How can you literally be this stupid? How? How do you function? The best how part. Do you, how best, do you put pants on? The best part is it makes them sound like a Terry Pratchett character from the Discworld. Because that's literally what the characters say every time someone's like, what if the world was round? Like, ah, how'd you keep things from just falling off? (laughs) It's just like, oh my god. Oh my god, Sam Vimes is real. 
No, sorry. Viams would be slightly smarter than that. Uh, it's just... Oh, my God. Uh, uh, if gravity's not real, why does everything stick to the hey, Earth? Hey. I don't get that. What, what, Is that better or what? worse than people who figure you have to drink pee to be healthy? The pee drinkers are special, but I wonder if they're just not taking advantage of stupid people to make money, and I'm jealous of that. I keep wanting to come up with something that stupid and just making a bunch of dumb videos on YouTube and just taking their hundreds of thousands of dollars at a time. Because you realize how much money these fucks are making giving them this stupid fucking advice. Yep. Maybe I should sell well, Black Solve to people. Before it's illegal? Oh, God. I actually... Oh. Ooh. Moving on. I... Ooh. There's... A doctor. A doctor gave somebody Black Solve. Doctor. A doctor. I'm aware of what a doctor is. In real life, I've seen this. This isn't like I saw it on the internet. Okay. They were using it. I'm just sitting there like, what do I do? Do I tell them no? They're not going to listen. What do I do? I just let them be. What do you, you can't fix stupid. Ugh. Black solve from a doctor. Yeah, I, I got it. Thank you. For those of you who don't know what black solve that's all it is. One, why aren't you watching Miles Powers? We've told you repeatedly that you need to be watching his channel. And go watch his video on Black Sav. One of them. There have been, been more than a few places that have done good specials on Black Sav. Yeah, but you should be watching Miles Powers anyways. His stuff is fucking wonderful. Anyway, to our, to our email. So, new subscriber here, long-time listener. They're like AP44, MP1, VG Pulse, something. They say no to YouTube, they enjoy listening and non-public exposure. And could they get 74 download sent to them? They need to reminisce. One of these I, years I will fix everything so it all works. Or I'll make it all disappear so nobody can hear our old stuff. I haven't decided. You're like, I'll flip a coin. It'll happen. We'll get there. I mean, part of me thinks, ooh, we were so cringy back then, I should hide that. Pretend it never happened. Not that we're not cringy now, but it was worse. And then there's also attached is pictures of a guy with eyes coming with rays coming out of his eyes. What is this? I don't know. It's 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 a gif. Oh, it's the which way they're looking, what they're doing in their head theory, whatever it's oh, called. Oh, oh, the uh, micro expression style sort of thing. Yes, yeah, so you can tell people are lying and stuff because oh, they're accessing visual memory and stuff. And right, assuming everyone does exactly the same way. Well, that's why. The rule is with any kind of body language type stuff <coughs> is you don't go off of one cue. You have to use layers of cues. Mind palace. Oh, dear God. Mind palace is Jesus Christ. It's an interesting study. It's just you, you have to rely off the fact that people are fucking weird and do things differently. So Small, one cue is not evidence of anything. No. Anyhow. I mean... To be fair, it's probably about as scientifically accurate as a polygraph. Yeah. Polygraphs are okay. They're just not... They're not reliable enough for things like, uh, you know, trials. Trial evidence. Because, yeah. Well, when somebody's life is lying, you know, livelihood is on the line. Which is why I'm not sure the federal government should use it for, uh... Anyways. What so did that... you click? Well, Zal sent something, and oh, they said... this isn't Zal. 
Oh, wildfire. Bah. What Jesus. A... The other person. I was because I was looking at the chat saying Zal, and I was like, as I'm browsing down. Wow, titties. So we said stuff pack. like this before. Oh, where's the dick? There's going to be a but dick. These are Waiting perplexing oh, there's not. biology oh. level. They cut her off right where the dick should start. And right. I figured it's got to be Fuda, but it's not. She's got like a 78 pack or something going on. No, it's, a, it's actually not too inaccurate. I mean, just mostly, considering the rest of her is like super soft. But she <laughs> Well, yeah, just... there's no way, like, the, the, the amount, there's no fat on the stomach whatsoever, but the rest of her body has enough fat to make it smooth and curvy like the arms. Right. But she has, like, just super-defined She's got some muscle up here and some weird shoulders. The shoulders are fucking weird. At that point, she could just be shrugging into her body. Like, that's what it is. She's wearing someone else. You know what I will give her, though? Give this artist? The the tits are actually located down where they belong instead of up in an unnatural, weird way that anime always does. Up in their face where they have to, like, look over them as a horizon? Like, the tit starts at the shoulder normally in, in, like, just kind of curves out, and you're like, uh... You're like, uh, you're like, look, just because you've seen it at cons where these women wear, where we get, we get the tit shelf a la the corset. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the, I'm going to pretend I'm not a fat chick, so I put on a corset way too tight, and then I just make the, the tit shelf going out. Where it holds it, <gasps> it holds it verti- or horizontally away from my body. Yeah. And then and you're just like, ah. Three hours later, they end up in the emergency tent because they can't get enough oxygen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's healthy. That's a that's a way to not destroy your body, right? That's what I hear. All right, should we uh, wrap up emails and get to our individual ones here? Um, sure. I guess. Do you want me to go first? Do I? Do you Do you need a moment? Do you have a brain? I've I've lost which I one that was, so I'm going to repeat it again next episode. Oh, there it is. I was trying to find it to unstar it, so I don't start with that one again. Um. I can do mine real quick. Cool. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, something special. I kind of did it because they've uh, they've made a newer modern version of it. That's not a reboot. But oh. I haven't seen, and I don't know if I care to. But I, I it it, enc- it encouraged me to do it anyways. Da 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 da. da. A uh, nice little film from 2000 called oh, What Women Want. God. <laughs> With Mel Gibson. You decided to go back and actually do the other one? <laughs> do what? You decided to go do the Mel Gibson one. I'm, yeah, yeah, because they've got the What Men Want coming out. And I was like, what the hell? Let's go talk about it, right? Sure. Because it's Mel Gibson. Haven't seen him in a while. Well, haven't seen him in a while without his weird Jesus beard. Yeah. He, lo- he always just looks like he's thinking, how many Jews can I fit in the ashtray? He's he, he's an interesting actor, which is why Hollywood really wants to forgive him for being for the anti-Semitic rants. But it's just hard because he keeps fucking up. Yeah. He gets drunk and he fucks up again. And they're like, shit, <laughs> Mel! He, he gets drunk, starts talking about the apocalypse. And you're just like, Mel, 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 that was a movie you were in. It was called Mad Max. It's not going to happen tomorrow. It, it, Hollywood's interesting because certain people can be forgiven, right? Like Mel Gibson. Eventually. Eventually. They try to, right? Um, some people think they're going to be forgiven, and uh, it's not going to happen. Like um, Spacey? Uh, Spacey, where he made that ill-timed video like, oh, yeah, you want me back, don't you, with the, the accent from House of Cards or whatever. Ah. Uh. And it, the next day he's arrested. 
it's like, <laughs> oops. Not very good timing there, buddy. Nope. Yeah, anyway. So yeah, 2000 was obviously prior to his DUI and his crazy rants that got caught on TV. Yeah, no, he was, this was him. In, this was, uh, I think, his peak, wasn't it? Around that time? I'd say it was his peak potential, where he was transitioning <sighs> from being, like, Mr. Action Hero, essentially. Oh, I'm like going to pull him up and see... What he was doing he, in the 2000s. He had done things like Ma- cuz he had just done things like Maverick for example. Oh yeah, let's see here. Uh well, Lethal Weapon 4 was 98, but um Conspiracy Theory 97. Right. Payback 99. Let's see here. No, no. The Patriot was 2000. And the Patriot What was Women Want? We Were Soldiers 2002. Signs. I mean, oh, he was he Let's was, not forget The Singing Detective, obviously, which we all own Blu-ray copies that have been signed by the Gibson himself. I mean, yeah. Ransom was 96, so... No, but he was in a good period, I'd say. Yeah. So... That was his comeback, because he'd gone down a little bit after the Lethal Weapons in the 80s and early 90s. Man Without a Face, I think that's, uh, what, three, four years ago? I don't remember. It's a, It should be on there. Yeah, I don't know. He's got a bunch of stuff in... Or am, I think, or am I thinking that stupid movie with uh, with the puppet that's voiced by uh, Michael Caine? Anyways, guys, what women want is about Mel Gibson. He's a, an advertiser. He works in advertising or whatever, right? And he's the uh, he's a chauvinistic asshole. He's a Hollywood friendly chauvinistic asshole. Not really. Well, he was at the time, but uh, no, I mean like in, in the movie. today's lens. Ooh. Well, today's through today's. Let lens. me talk about this because there's things you've forgotten happened. <laughs> so we want to show that he is a chauvinistic ass. So he does inappropriate jokes and stuff. People just laugh and ha ha ha, right? And it was surprisingly woke for its time, not in a horrible way. Okay. Okay. But um. But uh, there's a point where he goes in at the beginning to like get coffee. And he goes to hit on the the coffee girl, right? Yeah. Do you remember that one? No, because I never saw the. So. <laughs> oh, you never saw this? Okay. You're gonna have to kind of okay. lead me. Okay. So, okay, he's a chauvinistic oh, asshole. Jesus, Works in an ad agency. He wow. he thinks he's going to get uh, a promotion to whatever, but he doesn't get it. Instead, uh, Alan Alda, who's the boss, hires Helen Hunt. Okay. Into the position, who plays Darcy. That'll show that son of a bitch. Because women are hot right now. Women, the the demographics are that women are buying more shit than men, so advertising is shifting towards women. Wait, so the same thing that was true in advertising in the 1950s was still true in 2000? That women uh, buy more Apparently, stuff? That, it, it, it shifted. <laughs> it shifted. It shifted. Women were buying even more stuff than men. Wow, so you're telling me that women do most of the shopping? Wow, that's a new thing, is it? It's pretty new. Because <laughs> I don't research. remember in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, women being the ones that primarily went and got the groceries, while men worked more often. Hmm. Yeah. Isn't that kind of what feminists have been fighting against for some time? One of the things? It's not about that. It's more that it's well known that generally women of the household control the purse strings. Yeah. That's actually not a new thing, by the way. Oh, no, not by far. For those of you playing at home, this is one of those things. uh, This is a political rant. It's not. It it doesn't mean it that. I don't mean it in a political way, but I just want to say 
I want to I want to clear something up for those of you playing at home. This whole idea that women didn't control anything throughout history and men put them down is bullshit. Throughout most of history, women control the purse. That is actually what that's especially in like Western. Like the guys did the political stuff and they went to war. The right. women controlled the day to day everything. They controlled they controlled yeah. the money. If you were going to give Skipping. a gift, you would go and ask the wife, "What can we afford? What can we give as a gift?" Because she would decide. Just that is that is a very old thing. Well, it's not a new. The point thing. of the, the point of the matter is, even in the the supposedly worst sexist times in the world, the fifties, when women were locked in the house, apparently, advertisers knew the primary spender and the person most influenced by advertising was women. Yeah, we're not going to get lynched, Saul. No, they don't care about us enough to lynch us. They're just like whatever those assholes. I just find it funny. That's all. It's just here's a here's a here's a movie set in ostensibly two thousand, well after the phenomenon. Generally, women are the ones that make purchasing decisions for a lot of things, and they're like, "Oh, women are hot right now. We need to advertise to women." Yes, women women are spending more money for new <coughs> thing, and it's like, actually, they were just moving towards advertising towards women on certain things because women were interested in new stuff, not because. Like, Nike was pushing women at the time. They, so Nike actually makes a big deal in this movie, which is wonderful because um, they're just showing the progressiveness in Nike at the same time, which wasn't an ad spot for Nike in the whole movie or anything. They didn't just keep saying Nike over and over again. Nike, 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 Nike. I mean, is it about as naked of advertising as an Adam Sandler movie or just a little dialed back? They're trying to... it. I mean, obviously, with the fact... It, the, the, the hiding is is that they're an advertising company, so we're just doing it for these... But they don't make up anything. They're giving them real products and real company names everywhere, which means these companies paid to have their fucking... And they don't ever show them in anything negative. Well, of course not. That's not their job. Yeah. So, it's... It, it's not like beat you over the head with it, but... Anyway... So anyway. So obviously he gets passed over for promotion. Yeah, because women are hot. Women are hot right now. Thanks, Alan. Glad to see you working outside of Mash. God, am I the only person that thinks like Alan Alda like is secretly like has these like really dark fantasies about dominating women? That is he still around? Or he's he still passed? alive. I thought he passed. Off. He's still fucking is alive. He alive. Holy shit. Ellen Alda's next movie. I'm not dead! <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's probably true. <coughs> War is a terrible thing. <coughs> Thanks, Alan. Good job. Uh, anyway. This is Alan Arkin, dear God. Anyway. So, having so, been passed so he's a, they, they, they spend some time establishing he's an asshole. He's a chauvinistic asshole. Yeah. Right? His wife hates him. His daughter hates him. His ex-wife, sorry. She's going off to get... Um, we don't need her in the movie at any point, so she's off uh, remarrying on her honeymoon. Ah, okay. And so he's watching his daughter, so we can have the teenage daughter awkwardness that is every rom-com. Not every rom-com, but you get the idea. This is a rom-com, by the way. It's supposed to be a comedy. Yeah. And it's supposed to be romantic. Well, you can tell by the poster. It's supposed to be on both of these. You can tell by the poster because we have the main lead where he's leaning over. That's a very common thing in, like, rom-com posters. especially yeah. that. with is her it, in, in front of him. Yeah, with her, like, smiling kind of smugly, like, up close. With her eyes closed because you don't want to look Mel Gibson directly in the face. It's like the Ark <laughs> of the Covenant. You open it up and it's just, ah! Ah! I believe the cameras use special filters to allow yeah. us to watch. Yeah. Most of the women have to wear contacts. They don't look directly at him. He gets green screened in after the fact. 
<laughs> just we lost quite a few actresses in the early days of uh, Lethal Weapon and such. <laughs> we we did. <laughs> Anyways, so they 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 like he goes to Starbucks to get coffee or whatever. I don't remember if they actually use a Starbucks because it's the two thousand. But... They're like coffee. Coffee's hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's hot. It's That's hot, hot right now. So hot. Uh, anyways, come on, Paris. So he goes there, Paris Hilton, and he keeps treatment. hitting That's on hot. this this chick that works there. Yeah, and somehow it works or doesn't. I don't know. It just works. And every guy is just like, wow, because he actually can just pull girls like there's no tomorrow. Somehow. And we make a big deal about the fact that he grew up in Vegas, actual Vegas. What? Wow, nobody grows up in Vegas. I've never heard of this <laughs> mystical place called Vegas. There's people that live there. I thought it was just showgirls and like. Assholes that slap their ass as they walk by. Oh, see, now that would actually be, like, almost a clever uh, way to explain, like, why he's the way he is. That's exactly what they do. They he do grew that. up in Vegas, and his mother was a burlesque dancer. And he was oh. always there with the burlesque dancers, right? And his role models were these asshole, like, pimp-slash-businessman-whatever guys. They're sitting there counting the money, smoking a cigar. And, like, his mom walks by, and, like, the guy slaps her ass. Ha, 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 ha. And that's him growing up. And they actually do this picture where, like, all the girls are surrounding him as a child. And that's hanging on his, over his bed. Alrighty. Over his fucking bed is a picture of him as a child surrounded by all the, whatever, biggest showgirls. Okay. So anyway, I was, how did And he this... wakes up with, you know, lipstick stains and he's an asshole to his, uh, he's like a chauvinistic kind of asshole to his, uh, uh cleaning lady. Who is, um, I can't remember her name. She was the 2000s generic, uh, like, semi-Hispanic chick. Let me see if I can find the actress. Eh, it doesn't matter. You would you would instantly know her if you saw her. Be like, oh, yeah, it's that one chick. Anyways. Uh, he goes to work, finds out, gets a passed over. Helen Hunt shows up and like, okay, here's your homework for tonight. Everybody needs to get in. Here's a box of feminine products and you need to, uh, you know, come up with something. So he gets drunk on some wine, has this bad dance scene where it's supposed to show off how great of a dancer Mel Gibson is. But it's not that great. I mean, he does all right, I guess. He's decent at dancing. They're I not, just don't know what the hell it has to do with anything. Are they inviting him to Dancing with the Stars or no? They might. He's actually pretty good. It just it doesn't make any sense. Like, okay. it literally makes no sense why it happens. It's not like he dances later. Well, like, it pays off. It doesn't... It literally adds nothing to the story. It's just Mel Gibson was like, hey, I need to show people I know how to dance. So he has a scene where he dances around the room with Frank Sinatra playing. They have Frank Sinatra playing halfway through this fucking movie. All right. In a, in a coat... What are the... Uh, what are those coats stained? The brain just went dead. Just a coat rack? Yeah, he dances with a coat rack half the time and hat, and it's fucking stupid. Anyways, so he tries on everything. He tries all the products. So like, oh, here we go, the man waxing his leg, and it hurts. And, oh, it's funny, right? Uh... He's got the lipstick on. And, oh, he pokes himself in the eye while trying the mascara, and it hurts. Ha, 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 ha. Why do women do all these things? Ha, 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 ha. Because the evil advertising make women do it. Yes, because everybody forces women to do that. With every guy going, you know, I like it when you don't wear much makeup. And women getting mad when we say that, because that's sexist. Well, it's sexist because it's not art. It's sexist that we make them wear all the makeup. But most of us are like, we don't want you to wear all that makeup. And then they're like, fuck you. You think I do this for you? And you're just going, how is it both my fault that you wear it and not my... I hate you. 
You just nod and smile and go, That's why okay. I'm glad I found a girl that's not big on the makeup and just doesn't give a shit. And then I tell her and she believes me and it's wonderful. What a healthy fucking relationship, right? Weird. Yeah. So anyway, he does all the products. He does the things. So he, they have this hilarious scene where the beads from whatever product, little, I don't know if they're supposed to be like bath bombs or something, fall on the ground and he's got the hair dryer because he put mousse in his hair, thickening mousse. Okay. And he slides back and forth. And the, the hair dryer is like the springy kind of cord, so it pulls him back. Oh, he's sliding back and forth. It, it is literally this long, by the way. He's still sliding. He's still sliding. He's still sliding. Ha ha ha! He's still sliding around on the floor. Oh, am I gonna fall? Am I gonna fall? Oh, I'm heading for the bathtub and I've got a, a blow dryer. Oh, God! And he stops himself on the, the. and catches himself on the towel or whatever, like the towel rack. It's yeah. okay. Oh, yeah. Says something like, oh, this is dangerous or some stupid shit. And then he falls And in. then it breaks, and he falls anyways. Ha-ha! And he can't get out. The thing, they have this slow motion thing where it's like falling from up high. And he's trying to get out. It's still falling. Oh, God, I really got to move. I, oh, that, that thing's not going to stop in slow motion in midair forever. I should probably get up and get out of the fucking way of the water. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Then he decides he's going to stand up, but it's still slow motion falling. This is actually in real time, by the way. This is how fucking fast this part of the movie goes. How far into the movie is it he finally We're at the beginning. No, no, how far in does he actually have the accident, though? Like, is this like 20 minutes? 30? Uh, 15, 20. They just okay. establish everything real quick, and then they give him his... P what happens is the accident happens, and he he still has a leg in when this thing falls into the water and shorts out in the water. By the way, the bathtub thing is because it's grounded. The water touches the drain, which is... It's, it's all grounded. That's plumbing. the whole point. Yeah. You, and the electricity goes through the water into the drain. So when it falls in the water and his leg is just barely in there, that doesn't electrocute you because you're not grounded. It hurts your leg because the electricity is going to pass through it some. Well, even then it wouldn't ground through the drain because typically they use the black ABS for They do the now. Older tubs That's used to be maybe metal. Maybe in the city. Yeah, you, I'll grant you that. Yeah, he's in New York, I think. Or no, Chicago? He's the, in Chicago. The greatest city on the earth. No, he's in the second city or whatever they call Chicago because it used to be the second most populous. Now L.A. is. Okay. So it doesn't really, that title doesn't work so well anymore. Chicago! Yeah. I like my pizza! And my bootleggings! Oh, sorry, 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 Alga. I was getting to that point, and I got distracted from the coffee thing. Back to the coffee thing to show he's an asshole. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, when he walks in, he accidentally bumps into a girl carrying some coffee who's hot. So that he can help clean her shirt with the thing, with some... Like napkins? Yeah, napkins. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, my bad. And he literally fucking, like, it doesn't even pretend. He does the, like, almost full-on grab at her tit. And that was, in fact... It's not... like, Jesus fucking Christ, it's full-on sexual assault at this point. And that wasn't scripted. That was just Mel Gibson doing yeah. what he does. And they're like, okay, well, maybe we can work this into the movie. <laughs> I, I don't care if it's 2000. That was still, like, just not... Nobody would just be like, eh, yeah, yeah. Whatever, you know. He, he's 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 like that. Boys will be boys. <laughs> or whatever stupid thing everybody thinks we say to him. No, nobody would blow that off. Like, she'd freak out and be like, Why are you grabbing my tit, you fucking crazy psycho? Anyway. Okay. So, uh, he wakes up off the floor, and now he can hear what women are thinking. Hooray? And he, at first, he's driving, he's going crazy, and oh my god, I can't deal with this. Oh, it's so horrible to hear everything they say, because everybody hates me, because I'm an asshole. And he tries to repeat it the next night, and do everything the same, and like, 
He's sitting there outside in the rain with the the hair dryer and gets struck by lightning or some shit. But it doesn't work. He's not. Okay. Yeah. But then he's like, wait. I mean, he goes to see, like, his psychiatrist or something. The, the counselor that him and his wife went to. She hates him, but she's... And he's just like, I can hear women are thinking. She's like, okay, crazy man. And then he's just like, you know, proves it to her by telling her what she was thinking. And then she doesn't show up again. But she gives him the idea of, well, isn't this like the perfect gift? Now you can, like, yeah. And he's just like, oh, oh, I can I, use this wait to my a advantage. I can sell to women. I can take advantage of them. So now, Finally! So now he does, uh, he, she's fucking with Helen Hutt's character because he wants her job still. Right. Right? And, oh, he falls in love the whole time. Oh. Well, even though he's stealing all of her ideas and everything and, like, yeah. It's, it's most, that, that's the whole thing. And then he can hear, and then early on he goes back to the coffee shop and talks to the one girl. And at first it's just like, ha ha, grande, eh, not so grande, his dick's not as big as he said it was. And this is bothering him and then he has this moment where like, wait a second. Came talking to his penis in the bathroom. Like, let's get it together. It's supposed to be funny. Ha uh ha. -huh. And then he blows her mind because he's like, wait, I can just, you know, tell what she wants. Ha uh ha. -huh. I don't have to ask. And the sex is amazing. She, and, yeah. And then I love it towards the end. They're like, oh, yeah, we, we had her around. Let's have her, like, psycho hitting outside of his apartment. Alrighty. Because he's like, oh, yeah. Oops. I, I, uh, led this chick on. My bad. So then he pretends to be gay to get out of it. Because that's funny. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. Honestly, this, this movie is kind of terrible. Like, we're supposed to feel for this guy at any point. Like, knowing what his daughter actually thinks helps him somehow get her back because it's like, uh, here's an idea. Don't be an asshole to your daughter and she's not going to hate your guts. Oh, man, that was hard. You really needed to hear what she's thinking to figure that one out. It's like, wait a minute. If I stop being a dick, my my family might like me again. But then again, they also have the, she's 15, her boyfriend is 18, and she's in the, what, he's wrong because he doesn't like this, this arrangement? Like. Well, yeah. He's just supposed to be prudish for some reason. Yeah, he's prudish. And oh yeah, she, he can hear her thinking like, oh yeah, I told him I would sleep with him on the prom. Like, <sighs> no. No father's oh, going to be okay with this idea. No, Bobby, get out of there. This isn't a prude idea. Why? <coughs> it's okay. She learns because she says no anyways. So she comes around to her own senses. That's what, you know, empowering women is. is letting them, letting them not let themselves get advantage, uh, taken advantage of or something. Letting them understand that Mel Gibson knows what's best for them. That's really about Is that what the lesson was? Yes. Or is it... You should uh, just about let your older boyfriend rape you when you're young, but then stop him, and it's okay. You'll cry a little bit, but you'll learn a life lesson that all men are evil. Wait. <laughs> Wait, what? Is that the lesson here? Well. I don't understand the lesson here. Uh, there's no lesson. It's just, we used to like Mel Gibson for some reason, and now we don't. All right, I guess I'll, anyway, dash, yeah. I'll dash through my own here. Please talk about something else, because this so, is... Cringy being as, and, oh. being as you chose a trauma film, I wanted to talk about perhaps trauma's biggest flagship back from from the 80s. And that would be the Toxic Avenger. <laughs> You're doing Toxic Avenger? Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, the Toxic Avenger... You didn't think Toxic Avenger was good enough for a duel? 
Oh, I, I think the second one. I think we should talk about the second one. We'll see. Because it was five years later. It's kind of an illegitimate sequel, in my opinion, like where they do that thing. Uh, but one of the things I want to touch on is that, that this is more of what I expect out of a trauma film. Okay, the, the plot is very bare bones. That there's there's crime in the city because again it's early '80s and it's kind of the '70s. That's when they everyone was very big about. Oh my God, crime in cities is terrible. Uh, he ends up getting as a ninety pound guy gets picked on by some guys at the gym. They throw him out a window. He lands in toxic waste, becomes a muscle bound mutant essentially, and beats people up. So becomes Captain America. Basically, that's kind of the joke, is that he's toxic and he's, yeah, he has like a weaponized mop. There's not a lot to talk about, there's a lot of like fun scene, like little set pieces of gore and things like that. He actually has enough confidence to get laid. Uh, yeah, yeah, basically he does the thing like in, uh, I mean, it's not as bad as in Revenge of the Nerds, but he kind of forces himself on the lady. Yeah. No, it was okay in Revenge of the Nerds <laughs> because she liked it. Yeah. That makes it okay. That's what I... That's what Although, I, I mean, not to... I don't want to go there, but honestly, that's kind of the way the real world works. <sighs> it's a very ugly situation. How's that? There's an idea. Don't pretend to be somebody else to sleep with people when they can't tell who's with them. That's typically not okay. Typically. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably a situation where there it's okay. is probably some convoluted weird situation where that's okay, and I don't want to explore it because, no, just no, no. <laughs> the biggest thing I actually wanted to talk about was not so much the movie itself, but the fact that it spawned a fuck ton of sequels and also a cartoon show. There was a very weird phenomenon in the '80s where you had people making R-rated movies like Toxic Avenger, RoboCop. That for some reason and somehow would get action figures and like shows aimed at kids, uh, which I, is baffling. Because that is that is quite the observation of the eighties. Yeah, as you have movies where they're like, this movie w should logically never be seen by the target demographic of the toys we make and or the Saturday morning cartoon series, and you're like, wait a minute, Robocop Who? definitely should not have been seen by children. No, lot lots more. TNA and blood and everything else than most kids should. Now, of course, I saw it as a kid because my parents were irresponsible. <laughs> Your parents were something. I mean, you gotta think. One of the movies I watched growing up literally was Heavy Metal and Aliens. I mean, you really didn't see <coughs> anything worse in the movies than you saw in real life. I mean, how many times did your mother try to kill your father? Well, yeah, you know, I guess. Just a couple. At least in the movies, you know it's make-believe and the guy is you know, comes back for another movie or something else. And then, you you know, watching your dad fuck all the other girls around town because he had to play it up once he was single. Yeah. Anyway, I, I just thought it was kind of a fascinating piece, and I didn't realize this wasn't... I thought this was always... I always, in my mind, conflated this as Troma's, like, first movie, but it's not really their first... It's, like, their first real breakout. They did a bunch, couple things in the 70s, I guess. But... I think, yeah, we'll need to talk about the second one, because I have talked about the first before a little bit. I've talked about, obviously, now just that phenomenon of that very weird age phenomenon do, do, of taking do, do, things do. that are making them into cartoons for kids for some reason. Like a, like Attack for the Killer of the Killer Tomatoes. I don't know why, how. I really would love to be at the board meeting where they're pounding back ketamine, because it can't be Coke. <laughs> it can't be Coke. It has to be horse tranquilizer. Where they're like, let's take this rated R movie that kids will probably never have seen or heard of, Let's make it into a children's show. And you're like, okay. 
And we'll make it into, like, a bunch of wacky toys and action figures. Okay, then. Let's do exactly that. I mean, it'd be like if they made Seven into a TV show. Like, back in the 90s. Like, there'd be a Kevin Spacey S killer, and it's like, oh, every week we gotta stop him from murdering somebody else. They'd have the wacky detectives, and they'd have, of course, like, they'd, they'd add an animal or something like that. You realize we would have Kevin Spacey action figures then. They probably still have a Kevin Spacey action figure. Oh, the things we could do with a Kevin Spacey action figure right now. <laughs> to eBay. <laughs> I was just thinking we pick a series of videos where we make some horrible thing where it's like, ooh, don't touch me, and then we, we shoot him or something. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> we'll get we'll get our own version of revenge on Spacey in the form of his action figures. Yeah. Anyway, I don't think there's much else we need to say about this. In the meantime, I did think of a model we could do for the show, though. Yeah. Yeah. Don't rape people. Uh, it's not very catchy. And it's probably not. It's, it might be our unofficial motto. Not the kind of thing we put. It's on what coaster. we've learned from most of these movies. It may be okay in the movies, but it's not in the real world. Please don't rape people. It's like killing people. You can't do it, apparently. People get offended. Well, no, that's okay sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Facebook's taught me that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wait. What? <laughs> <coughs> oh, yeah, of course you can bully nerds, Alec. You just gotta scream nerds first. Yep. Coach will be alright with it. And, and don't for, always wear your varsity jacket wherever you go. Duh. They give varsity jackets to everybody now. Yeah. Like, literally, choir. Choir gets them. I don't understand. I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's some reason that makes sense to somebody, but I, I, I don't get it. Anyway, I think we'll sign Maybe I'm off. just old. Am I just old? I think I'm just old. I never cared because it cost money and I didn't have money. <laughs> You're just like, whatever, fuck that it's shit. Like, it's like class rings. It's like everyone's like, I got a class ring. And I'm like, I have no money. I have no class ring. <laughs> Uh, yeah. You weren't poor, but you were poor. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Anyway. <laughs>